another listener question. Yes, we do. And that question is, how can I become a better communicator when my spouse will speak with me without using a complete proper noun? For example, I think that would look better over there. How am I supposed to deal with that? Communication with your spouse. This is a hot one. Rory Gardner. So I'm not sure I follow because like, is she telling you this over the phone or are you like visually impaired? I don't understand because she says in the thing, like, how do you not know what she's talking about? Like, are you in the same room when he's, when is she pointing at the couch, but you're talking to the chair or whatever? Like, I don't get what the disconnect is here. Is she cross-eyed? I think you're getting way too caught up in the details of this one specific thing. He's I not... think I no, I'm not because like the fact that I don't fully understand what he's trying to communicate in the question leads me to believe that he's the problem <laughs> with the communication. You're the problem. The end. Yes. Okay. Next episode. What does he need to do, in your opinion, to fix the problem with himself? Then he does. Can you explain the problem to me? I'm, I'm still. The issue is that you're partner is constantly communicating in a way that you don't understand they say blah 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 and you're like what but you're supposed to live with this person can you give me an example i still don't understand okay here's another example that this person gave me when they sent in this this message they said that sometimes their spouse will say i made a dinner reservation for eight and he says well, eight's kind of late to eat dinner. And she's like, no, you idiot. I meant for eight people. And so it's these little tiny micro things that he's getting frustrated about because he's like, woman, why don't you just say what you need? Why don't you just say it? And she's like, I am saying it. Do you, do you see the issue here? First world problems. I have no advice for this person. Tell me. I know communication i mean you're a human being so when you run across communication problems what do you personally do let's bring it personal i i ask follow-up questions oh i made reservations for eight eight o'clock or eight people i but like okay I, i'm not the best communicator as we've learned in episode <laughs> one to 30 of this, this yeah you're show. a podcast host so but i know that i've been trying to listen more lately and that's a genuine thing that I, uh, it's not that I can't listen. It's just that I've been trying to generally be more curious. People love talking about themselves. So it's not like a hard thing or it's not like an inconvenience to them or whatever, but I'm genuinely trying to adopt patience through listening and learning more about people and their stuff. So maybe how can we apply that to this situation? There's a little therapy hack for you. Say what I'm hearing you say is, and then follow it up. So okay, what I heard you just say is we have this, this, this. Or do I understand this right? This, this, this. And repeat back what you thought they said and pose it as a reflection because then there's no right or wrong. You're just saying what you heard. Okay, now don't do this if somebody knows this is a hack because they'll get mad at you and they'll be like, I'm not a therapy client, right? <laughs> you just lay down on the couch while I tell you uh, they reiterate this question. When I was in school... I, we had the hardest time communicating because I was trying to apply what I was learning in school to my relationship. And he knew that. And so he would just be like, I'm not a therapy client. And I'm like, I'm not saying you are, but these are some good tactics. So I'd always be like, so what I hear you say it. And he's just like, <laughs> I hate go it babble. It works. And I think that goes along with your listening bit. 
I think it, it it comes to the point where if we're, our glass is like almost full and then a little dumb query or quarrel like this occurs, it just, it'll, it'll blow over or whatever. But like, I, I think maybe it comes down to patience and that's just a matter of time management, perhaps, I don't know, stress level management. What is the dumbest miscommunication that you've, it could be with your partner or with your friend, but that just got blown out of proportion, even though it was something super small? Oh, I don't communicate with my partner or friends, but this one time I sent a, a Facebook message. No, no, I don't, I don't use words. I just use like heart emojis and, and the likes and and big fan of the the virtual high fives. That's a cool animation. I'm trying to think of a, of a, of a time there was a serious disconnect Okay, but those those emojis are like nonverbal things that enunciate or or allude to your actual mood, right? Wrong. So it, it, sarcasm, a little sarcasm emoji or whatever. Wrong. It oh, it's is, wrong. Okay. It is so the most disengaged thing ever. It's like I don't. You're not even worth me talking to. I'm gonna emoji you. Lol. Tell me I'm wrong. Listen, this dude, he's having issues. I don't think he should emoji his wife. That's the worst thing. That he could possibly do. Listen, as Rory said, don't assume you're right. Maybe you're the one that's wrong. And then just reflect back what you've heard to her. And you're just going to have to deal with it for the rest of your life. That's what happens when you get married. You just have to deal with it forever. Even in conversation, like I'm, I think asking questions is how you communicate, right? So even if you don't, there's times where you just don't want to have a conversation with someone, even in when someone's trying to be friendly with you in a lineup or whatever, it's just like, ugh. But if you just ask questions that you don't even care the answer to, maybe you'll get to something cool. I agree. And I don't think we should take ourselves so seriously. Like, none of this stuff's a big deal. Who cares? That's my mottos. Who cares? Like, does does most of the stuff we get frustrated about even matter? It doesn't matter. It doesn't even matter. Let it roll off your back. So what if there's a miscommunication? Do you, are you... Oh, I miscommunicate all the time. So that's why I'm saying it doesn't matter because I'm the one. So I'm I'm the guilty one who who doesn't speak right and communicate well. Well, I understand like the eight o'clock thing with the PM, but like what's an example with you? I don't listen very well. I'm very non-observant with stuff. So this happens all the time, all the time. Somebody will knock on the door and they'll come in and they'll be like, I'm... I'm George from this company, and I was told that you have an issue in your house here. And I'll be like, I'll have my coffee cup, and I'm in my jammies, because I work from home, y'all. And I'm like, hey, George, come on in. It doesn't matter. I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Go do what you need to do. Do you need something to drink? And he's like, well, I was told that you were supposed to point me to the this, this, this. And I'm like, I've never heard of you before in my life. I don't know. You just let a sexual predator into your house. All the time. And now... People, I, I just let anybody in. Well, then I'll either send them on their way or tell them, you know, I'll just let them do something. And then I'll get in trouble later because Brian's like, I told you yesterday at 4 p.m. that this was going to happen. And you said, oh, yeah, I got it. No problem, whatever. And I have no memory of that. And it is my fault because I don't remember. So I'll send the people on their way. And then he has to get them back again in two weeks. And it happens constantly. So I don't listen. That's really annoying. I know. I'm, I'm a terrible person. Do you guys use like a, like a shared calendar or anything like that? I have a friend who's got, I, I swear he runs his, his marriage like a business where it's like they're on shared calendars. It's like they have like meetings and stuff like that. It's, it's, a, very, it's a very formal 
our organization over there in their household, but it, they seem to make it work. Maybe just because that's how both of their personalities. And you're, you're kind of you have that sort of person. You know, you you like to, you like systems and stuff like I that. Do with maybe work. that's it's personal relationships that I don't have that with. No, but if you can incorporate the systems of the work into your personal relationship to make it more well, effective, this is sexy. Get a shared calendar. Woo! Let's go. Let's go. What are you doing Friday? Well, yeah. I mean, we do budget meetings. We, when we started getting into like, in, you know, paying off debt and investing and stuff, we did that for a year and we paid off like all our debt, got built a savings account, was really able to turn our finances around when we just met every week and looked at where every dollar was going we stopped doing that a while back but that shit works it's just a discipline to do it i have another friend who who literally has they have they have date night once a week but they consider it a meeting it's like a it's like catching up without the children to like go over all right so this what's happening this week this is our thing unvibrant sounding it's it's oh it's super unvibrant but then like maybe okay so maybe toast the uh, the meeting at the end with a drink because after you know being in a relationship for that long like you'll need a drink to uh, to escalate into the next part so you know combine two of them make it a fun date night meeting of organization an annual general meeting but weekly a weekly general meeting about your relationship and the household things that need to get done and uh, it's unsexy but so was marriage Let's face it. It is. It is. It's. It's very. You just need a co-parent. If you. If it, going back to this dude's question, <laughs> if we can, and this is hard, if we can treat communication with a partner the same way you would a coworker, somebody you're working on a project with, and add clarification questions and stuff like this, and the end goal in mind is the project. It's not sexy and it's not whatever, but it's helpful. If we could, we get our emotions in it. Like Barbara should know what I'm trying to say. Barbara should know. I've been married to Barbara for 30 years. Barbara still don't know. Trust me, she's not gonna know. Treat her like a coworker with benefits. Hopefully, yeah, so the moral story is the big picture stuff. Like you should organize and you should you should talk about and openly communicate so there's no discrepancies. The small stuff. It's the equivalent of like being married to someone who's who's. English isn't their first language. There's going to be some communication breakdown. Ultimately, it shouldn't affect the big picture stuff, right? Right. I was talking to the, I have a a guy who helps me out with the property management of my, one of my Airbnbs. And like, if the communication is difficult sometimes. He's like, he's like, he texted me this morning. He's like, what, what, when's check-in today or whatever? I'm like, oh, it's, or what's check-in this week? I was like, that's Wednesday. He's like, what? I had Friday on my calendar. I'm like, no, let's check out is Friday on calendar. Anyway, so it was like a, the point is like one little word, check in or out, could have been the difference between, uh, you know, having the next guest come into like a pigsty or not. The point is, if you're married to someone whose English isn't their first language, get Google Translate. That's, that's, that's sexy in a marriage, isn't it? I think this woman is, whose first language is English. It's just people don't know how to talk to each other. Just ask your lady what she means. Don't get upset about it. We all in this together. It's not a big deal. Here's the deal. If this is your biggest issue going on is what proposition she uses, friend. I mean, you got you got some good stuff going on. And never eat dinner at eight. Don't eat dinner. Hey, is there like an app called the Spousal Translate? That'd be good, right? 
Remember last and the last episode we were talking about there should be like a, a, a Tinder for friends, but like there should be a Google Translate for spouses. Don't you think that would cause more fights? I don't know. It's just like, hey, what are your goals for the future of this relationship? And then Google will be like, did you mean, did you want a divorce? Or, you know, I don't know. It, it kind of reads between the lines because it's it's like AI. It's like it's, the algorithm knows exactly what you're thinking. Terrible advice. Once again, from no, it's just a suggestion. It's not advice. This is just these are just merely ideas. These are billion dollar ideas we're coming up with on this podcast, okay? So if anyone smarter than us wants to develop it, I want in. I want to cut. I don't because I don't want to know what's actually being said. And I don't want you're missing to out. You're missing out. Listen, y'all, if you have a question that you want kind of answered from us, <laughs> please find us over on Instagram. <laughs> Link is in the show notes. Good luck out there. It's a it's a messy place. Oh, 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 oh. What the hell is wrong with you?